I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I am so thrilled to have my next guest here. We have Susan Griffin Black, who is the co-founder and co-CEO of EO Products. And if you have not seen or tried EO products, you've been living under a rock. Uh, You may not know Susan because she is uh, a local person in in the Bay Area. I've known her for a while and is as lovely as can be and makes a terrific, terrific tribe of products called the EO products. There's a couple of different products underneath that umbrella that she'll talk about as well. But EO makes personal care products under the brand names EO and Everyone for Everybody with active botanicals and Pure Essential Oils. They operate a zero-waste certified green facility in California using non-GMO ingredients while never using parabens, sodium, lauryl sulfate, which is my pet peeve in so many products. That's why I love EO. And they also do not use synthetic fragrances, aluminum, or any of the other yucky stuff, as I love to call it. So I love everything about this company, including this co-founder, Susan, who I am so delighted to have with me here today so everybody can hear a lot more about her story and about the company and all of that. So without further ado, welcome, Susan. Thank you so much, Kara. So glad to be be here with you and um, to just get a chance to talk about business and life and how great. Thank you. Thank well, you for having me. I am so honored that you are here. And uh, before we get into hearing about uh, EO products as, as a company, I'd love to hear what like did you ever think that you would be an entrepreneur in the soap or personal care space or however you look at it did you think that this is what you would be doing well i didn't know what how how i would be an entrepreneur but i was sort of one of those kids with a lemonade stand <laughs> at 8 and you know that parlayed into babysitting camps during the holidays and a lot of, you know, creative ways, because I really liked having my own money. And I realized that early on. And so, and I'm the oldest of three girls, and my sisters live locally also, and we're all entrepreneurs. And I say, you know, part of it's because we're unemployable and bossy. And part of it is because we were really taught to build our own power base and so that we would have more options and more choice. And my my father, who's still with us today, is 89, and he was a very early feminist and really sort of preached that to us. And, um, and so that's how it turned out. My, both of my sisters 
or in the restaurant business. And this is our 28th year at EO. 28 years. Amazing. That is, that is wild. So what was the uh, impetus for, for starting EO products? Yeah, uh, um, to be as short and succinct as possible, I was uh, finishing up my last gig in the clothing business and had the honor and privilege of working with the late Doug Tompkins, who, mm-hmm. as we know, is a great conservationist and you know, has done so many wonderful things in Chile with his uh, wife, Chris McDivitt. And in terms of land preservation and just national parks, making that available and accessible. And he was and, a spree, correct? Yes. So yes, he for and, those who remember that brand. Yes. So he and Susie Tompkins were the original founders of a spree. She left for a bit and he hired me in 1990. And I worked there and it was so fascinating to really understand for the first time in my career in the garment business, you know, how things were really made and what the um, cotton situation was in terms of just how unsustainable, how toxic in terms of workers, how they were growing plants and so forth and just really gave me a different sense about interdependence and how you and choices and it opened a portal for me to want to understand how we can do better Mm -hmm. and make things in a more sustainable way and so you know just just people who I met during that time I mean, you know, all David Brower and David Foreman and Anita Roddick and everyone came th- and Yvonne Chouinard, you know, came through there to really talk about this in the early 90s. So really just expanded my knowledge and vision about what was important when manufacturing and how responsible manufacturing is possible and much more complicated because didn't really have the infrastructure. And so while I was on a um, buying trend trip in London, I sort of came across this beautiful apothecary in Covent Garden. And I smelled this lavender essential oil. And I looked around and I just thought, this is what I want to do. And so, you know, I, I could see that, um, I had my eye on future projects. And then when Susie came back in and bought the company, you know, it was sort of time to go. And so I, uh, I did sort of a startup in a startup and just kept going. And EO was launched in 1995 as a project for Bloomingdale's for the holiday catalog, because I had those connections. Hmm. And then you know, sort of one store at a time and one product at a time. And at that time, we were um, doing a lot of hand filling with a very simple, you know, filling machine and hand labeling and all of it. We went from the garage to a little sort of, you know, industrial space in the American can building, and then eventually moved to Marin and uh, just kept going. 
How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning, too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long Term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is The Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests. 
right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's, that is wild. We had Deborah Lipman on here. Uh, yes. And she told this very funny story of when she was first starting and hand uh, pouring her nail polishes and her first, uh, as she says, victim was Martha Stewart, who was a friend of hers. She sent her samples, and uh, Martha turned off the the uh, air conditioning in the house because she was traveling for uh, a month, and then she came home to uh, nail polishes that had blown up all over the bathroom. Oh my god, I was just I was dying of the story. So it's uh, I love all of the uh, founder entrepreneur stories that people tell what was kind of the the uh craziest story back in the early days right well one of them for sure is you know whole foods wouldn't bring our products in and so and our kids were going to the greenwood school and we had everybody in the whole school right on the community board to bring in eo so they finally finally had to you know and at that time because we really grew up with whole foods I think Whole yeah. Foods maybe had 50 stores and yeah. they had buyers for each store and who had total control and stuff. So, and they became friends and then we just, you know, went to the next and the next and here we are. That's wild. So what makes EO products so unique today? I mean, obviously you mentioned you started inside of Bloomingdale's. It was, uh, you know, you loved the smell of lavender and you wanted to create products, but you know, this is a very competitive space and has gotten more competitive over the years. Obviously you've expanded your SKU mix too, but, uh, but you guys have really, uh, continued to grow, uh, significantly and, um, and also just like get better. I mean, your products are just beautiful. Um, they still smell wonderful. Um, but the ingredients you have really put stakes in the ground around, you know, quality, uh, which I love. So how have like, how has that happened? I mean, you've built a brand that is solid and like, how did you know how to do that? I think, um, because I didn't know how to do it in some ways that really served us because we were very open and flexible to dealing mm -hmm. with what was actually happening. And for us, you know, we actually became very nerdy makers, not really marketers. 
because once we really got involved in um, green chemistry and using essential oils as the basis for their therapeutic properties and also their fragrant properties, then it sort of gave us a charter of what we would and wouldn't do from early on. You know, we didn't make a foaming product until we could get sodium lauryl sulfate out. We, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was more about what we weren't putting in. But I sort of like the analogy of, you know, you can, you can, order a salad with a vinaigrette at Sizzler or Chez Panisse. And they, well, Chez Panisse uses, you know, the five most beautiful ingredients and the most beautiful quality ingredients. And the other end of the continuum doesn't. And they probably use more than five because in order to flavor it with those less quality ingredients, they have to use sort of more processed ingredients. Right. So that, the spectrum for fragrance and for ingredients is really just runs the gamut and is on that continuum. And so we have always been committed to using um, very high quality, safe and plant-based ingredients since our inception. And we haven't veered from that at all. And we've been able to develop ways to work with essential oils because we had to and, you know, necessity was the mother of invention. And we brought in all sorts of chemists and talked to our suppliers and, you know, their technical departments to to go sort of where other people hadn't been before. So you're still private. 28 years later, uh, you have not been acquired, have watched, uh, you know, other companies in the space, I would imagine people have reached out to you over the years. Yeah, for years. Uh, But why have you made the decision to stay private? Well, we wanted control. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? And uh, the model of private equity is something I, I personally never believed in because depending on where you get in and how, how, um, how much time you have before the fund expires, you know, mm-hmm. you're just, you're sort of in the, in a really fast flow with one goal only, and that's to increase the valuation and sell the company. And, you know, that didn't really feel right on any mm-hmm. level, you know, but I mean, this was my second career and also Brad's second career. And so we were in our, I, I was, 40 and had my daughter at 41 actually, but when we started. And so, you know, that's a very different place to start a company from. We had much loftier goals like, you know, we want to start a company that we would want to work for, or, you know, we want to work from, you know, eight to four, everybody's gone by 4.30 to spend time with their families. It's a great place for parents because we totally understand what's involved. That's why we manufacture in Marin. I never wanted to go to Richmond because I didn't want my kid to be sick on the other side of the bridge. You know, Mm -hmm. so all of these things. And we were able to slowly build a company with our values, which is still intact in that same way. You know, we we, we could never pay the highest, but we were, we've always been a great place to work. And so- you know, they, and, and we have just attracted people who have that same sensibility. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I think like the other thing that I feel like uh, is definitely present is you worked for an incredible founder prior. Uh, and I, I did as well, a few different founders. And I think that no matter what happens um, along your, your journey, you pick up things along the way and you pick up values and um, hopefully you pick up values. You also see when people do the wrong thing along the way, but you clearly having worked for Doug, it sounds like <laughs> you had an incredible um, mentor uh, along the way that sort of taught you to, you know, question status quo and uh, and even though other products in in the category were doing things one way, um, ask why and all of those things that I think you clearly have have done an excellent job of. You have two lines of of products, uh, two companies, I guess is the way to talk yeah. about it. So EO products. And everyone for everybody. Can you explain the difference for consumers? Sure. Yeah. So EO was our initial brand and, you know, very um, formulated with the highest quality essential oils and also some very expensive essential oils and supporting active botanicals. And um, that's the one we launched in Bloomingdale's and Whole Foods and is really distributed nationally and also online. And we, um, my uh, son and his band came home in like 2010, 2011. And I was in the bathroom picking up towels. You know, there were like six guys who would just come through town and stay with me, my little place. And, and I was like, I looked around at all the products in there. And I, I was like, had to call them an immediate focus group. I was like, have I taught you nothing? What is all this? What is this? You know, stuff. And yeah. yes. And they, and they're like, mama, you know, we can't really afford EO and the packaging's too small. And, you know, so we went through a whole sort of process. And at the same time, Whole Foods, we had been doing a all purpose soap for them, you know, co-branded. Mm-hmm. And we just sort of looked Brad and I looked at each other and we sort of just looked around and we, we thought, you know, we could do a less expensive, more accessible sort of multi-use product for maybe a younger audience, for families, without compromising any of the quality of EO. We just can't put the sort of more expensive essential oils in, but we still can make something, you know, of course paraben-free, sodium sulfate-free, and no synthetic fragrance available to families. And so we just started with three three three-in-one soaps and uh, three lotions in end of 2012. And that just took off because I think the the appeal is, was, is, um, you know, women would buy EO for themselves and, Mm -hmm. and then their kids would use everyone. So the guest bathroom has everyone hand soap and, you know, the kitchen maybe EO. And so it just sort of expanded the selection for our current customers and then um, brought us new customers as well. And also just, you know, it was it's a great value proposition. All of our products are. We've always been very mindful about pricing and uh, transparent about the way that we price products. Uh, f- 
speaking about the company EO products, is there a hero product uh, within the company that you guys just cannot keep in stock? I mean, it just is uh, above and beyond uh, ahead of maybe some other SKUs in the line. I just think, you know, our, our lavender is very special. You know, all lavenders aren't created equal. And the way that we've um, developed relationships with growers and distillers and the quality of lavender that we get is just its own, its own little, you know, its own thing. And so our lavender products really outsell um, other scents and other products probably two to one. Yeah, it they're beautiful. I love 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 the lavender hand soaps. They're they're amazing. So, and also your deodorant is excellent. So, I I hadn't tried it and uh you guys were so nice to send me some and it's really nice. The lavender, the spray uh yes. is really 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 lovely. So, and then you had mentioned you have some new products going into Whole Foods. We do, yes. Um, we're we're launching everyone hair care as we speak in Amazing. in Whole Foods, yes, as an exclusive. And then we're launching a line of bath and body care products with Whole Foods uh, later this year. Oh, that's amazing. So, and obviously you guys are available online as well. Um, it is, uh, when you look at the last uh, couple of years, obviously you had the... Uh, sanitizing, um, that you guys were just insanely busy, I'm sure. Um, what was kind of the big lesson you learned from, from COVID in terms of, uh, managing a company? Where do I begin? I was on my way to our trade show in 2020 and it got canceled because Uh COVID was just happening. And Mm -hmm. I, Ended up going to Palm Springs and then to Taos to visit a friend. And then I turned around and raced back because my sister called and and said, like, this is real. You got to come on, you know. And I got back on a Friday night and we had a little store in Mill Valley for a while. Saturday morning when I woke up, there was a line around the block for hand sanitizer. And I was yeah. like, oh. My God, I just, people were upset and so afraid. And so I just went into the store and and just started handing out hand sanitizer to everyone in line, you know, and we had to, everything was on an allotment basis. We were an essential business. So manufacturing to, to fulfill just local orders and first responders. And, you know, we, um, of course, donated a lot of hand sanitizer to UCSF and Kaiser and all of those places. But just the responsibility of being mm-hmm. being charged with doing the right thing, getting products to the right places, and then keeping people safe while making them was a really tall order. And then also you know, just trying to address the demand because we knew that we weren't going to be able to do that. So how could we do it in a way that gave as many people product? And one of the crazy things is when you're, you know, we're distributed by manufacturers. So, you know, a lot of things on pallets. And so 
I went to every every possible store that could have sanitizers and you know from Walgreens to Mill Valley Market to you know and no one had any hand sanitizer on shelf and so I yeah, thought like crazy. but we've got to put it on a pallet to go over here to send it back over here so we tried to just localize deliveries as much as possible and that normally isn't the case you know while ramping and then you know we we were interviewed quite a lot then and you know because of being in the sanitizer business and i remember the wall street journal reporter asking if we um had raised our prices and i was like no like this is a public health crisis <laughs> It's like, who are we, Satan? Like, this is not a, yeah. this, this is an opportunity, but we weren't really looking at it like a business no. opportunity. This was a response to, you know, public health, a public health crisis, you know? So we really learned about our, our values were tested, um, supply chain, very tested. Uh, we over-indexed for sure because we didn't really know when the slowdown would be, you know, Mm -hmm. so we were sort of caught with a lot of inventory and um, nowhere to sell it that we had to, you know, sort of get rid of over time and extra packaging and, you know, all sorts of issues and had to really take a hard look and right size the company. And I, I think, as I said to you, you know, I always felt like I should have gone to to business school, but I think I should have an honorary MBA now for yes. sure. Because, you know, just walking through the challenges two years after has been uh, been a very much of a learning opportunity. Definitely. Me too. And I, I uh, definitely, I, I say uh, 2008, 2009, I thought was, you know, one of the toughest uh, learning times too with the financial crisis. But um, this is a, a, a close tie, different, but some different. similarities a- yes. along the way. So, well, uh, best advice, last question, best advice that you've ever received? Treat people the way you want to be treated. and. Uh, know yourself. I love that. That is beautiful and so, so true. Uh, I, I definitely, um, on a lot of fronts, love that so much. So Susan Griffin Black, thank you so much for all of your wisdom and presence and products. And, and uh, thank you again for coming on and agreeing to do this. Yes. Thank you so much, Kara. I have just the utmost respect and admiration for you and everything you've created. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey, including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023. And goodbye for now. 
Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.